Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So, breaking news. We've got to look at what is happening right now between China and the United States dollar. This is going to shock you, to say the least. Most of you know that the United States dollar has been appreciating against the Chinese yuan, but I just stumbled across a chart on Zero Hedge that paints a much bigger picture, gives you an idea of what's really going on behind the scenes, and I think it's something that should we should be concerned with, let's just say. Let's get right over to Zero Hedge and check this out. Title of this article is Dollar Strength Poses Risk to China and Global Liquidity. If you haven't been following this, Josh, do me a favor while we're talking, pull up a chart of the DXY, that CNBC chart. And uh, we were looking at this as of about two hours ago. We were right about 105 on the DXY. So again, if you haven't been following this, um, the DXY kind of spiked up to 112 about a year ago. It came back down. It got under 100, if my memory serves me right, down to about 99. And then it shot right back up. And now it's back to about 105, which is not a good sign. Uh, this is just one more thing to add to the list of global macro metrics that point to risk off recession, because whether you like it or not, whether it's right or wrong, the dollar is a flight to safety. And as the dollar goes up in value, this makes the dollar denominated debt much more burdensome, which leads to defaults, bankruptcies, and the global euro dollar market tightening up their dollar liquidity, which creates that feedback loop. Okay, but getting back to this article, this is from, uh, it's on Zero Hedge, but it's authored by a guy named Simon White. And he is a Bloomberg macro strategist. A strong dollar adding to yuan pressure is an ongoing risk to liquidity in China and the rest of the world. So the first thing I want to point out is I talk about, you guys have heard me talk about this several times over the last few weeks, and even on a whiteboard video that went live last night on the George Gammon channel, where China could trigger a GFC because it's basically the exact same setup as GFC one, but centered in China instead of the United States. And whenever I say stuff like that, I'm trying to go through a thought experiment. And part of that process, I'm trying to teach people how this system really works. And, and then also offer counterpoints to what you might hear in the mainstream media. That's always just bullish, 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 but you get a lot of pushback. You say, Oh, George, this is nonsense. Oh, you're just creating problems that don't exist. You're just making a, a mountain out of a molehill, so to speak. No, I'm not. This guy is with Bloomberg. He's a macro strategist with Bloomberg, not a macro strategist with Alex Jones. <laughs> and he, as we go down this article, you'll see he's pointing out the exact same things that we have talked about on this channel, how this absolutely could lead to a liquidity crisis globally which basically was the GFC. Okay, let's keep going here. The yuan fell versus the dollar overnight. The USDCNY nudging near 15-year highs. So the dollar at a 15-year year high relative to the Chinese yuan. This is not something welcomed by the Chinese policymakers. And so where I differ from this guy is he looks at this and I think he puts the cart before the horse. I'll explain what I mean in just a moment. But first, the chart he displays here is China pushing back on yuan dollar weakness. So he's talking about how the Chinese government, the um, Chinese Communist Party has come in and tried to prop up the yuan. They're trying to strengthen the yuan to keep it from falling, falling against the, do the dollar. 
So they say China is mirrored in a slowdown that has caused capital outflows to increase. Okay, so if you had your money in Chinese yuan and you saw the yuan crashing against the dollar and you saw the Chinese economy, you saw what's going on with Evergrande and Country Garden and all these things, what would you want to do with your yuan? You'd want to get that out of the country ASAP. <laughs> you want to turn that into dollars. Let's get that down to Macau pronto because once we get it down to Macau, then we can trade it into euros or dollars, gold, Bitcoin, whatever. Let's just get this purchasing power outside the country before it gets cut in half. So that's what's kind of what they're talking about going on kind of on the ground in China. Given the capital account is normally closed, we have to try to infer the level of capital outflow. One way is to look at the difference between the official FX reserves and FX deposits and bank and trade balance. In theory, the net proceeds from trade should end up in either FX reserves or deposits. Therefore, what doesn't can be attributed to capital leakage. Also, I think you should look at the uh, Hong Kong stock market. I mean, Jeff Snyder has been talking about that and maybe even green screen. Jeff Snyder has been talking about that right behind Josh on several of his most recent videos. Here they're looking at what they can kind of guesstimate is the outflow from China. But I think a bigger question is why? Why is this, there this outflow? And you say, well, George, it's because the Chinese yuan is going down. Okay, well, why is the Chinese yuan going down? So the economy isn't negatively impacted by the yuan going down. The yuan is going down because the Chinese economy is collapsing. That, that's, again, you, you got to determine what's coming first here, the chicken or the egg. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So they say capital outflow in a mercantile country like China, dependent on FX reserves for solidity of the monetary system, has a geared negative impact on domestic liquidity. Right. But but again, I, I think <laughs> we're putting the cart before the horse here. It's the domestic liquidity is seizing up, and that's what's creating the environment for the yuan to go down. I don't think the yuan going down is what's making the domestic liquidity seize up, although that's contributing to it. That is likely where the China policymakers are pushing back against Yuan weakness. But uh, see, again, see, he's claiming that the, the problem is the Yuan going down against the dollar. That's the problem. No, that's the symptom. This is the symptom we're talking about. That is not the underlying problem. The underlying problem is the economy is collapsing, for heaven's sakes, or at, le at the very least in crisis mode. So here is a chart that I find very interesting. So we all know like the title of the article says, that the Chinese yuan has been depreciating significantly against the dollar. But look at what it's been doing against other currencies. 
You see, the black line is the yuan relative to other currencies based on this basket that we're going to get into in just a moment. That's that's kind of like the, uh, the yuan version of the DXY. So it's the yuan versus a basket of other currencies. It's called the CFETS. Uh, I, I forgot what that stands for, but it might say in this chart that we're going to go over to here in just a moment. But look at this. So as the yuan is going down in value against the dollar, it's going up in value against this basket of other currencies. And the author, although this is a great article, he I don't know how he comes to this conclusion, but in his mind, he is the way he's connecting these dots or the conclusions he's coming to is that the Chinese economy, although suffering, isn't as bad as you would think, because if it was as bad, then the yuan would not be going up against these the basket of other currencies. And I think this is just, <laughs> I, I mean, to say this is overly simplistic is a wild understatement. Because think about this. If the dollar is going up against the CNY, the dollar going up against the yuan, but the yuan is going up against this basket of other currencies, what's the dollar doing relative to those other currencies? The dollar is going way up. So are we to assume that those other countries, those other currencies don't have dollar-denominated debt? Of course they do. And look at the, the dollar wrecking ball that's being created right now in China. When you look at their economy, you look at their real estate market, et cetera. So if the, the, the dollar wrecking ball right now in China is let's say an, a, a seven on a scale of one to 10, as far as severity, it's, it's a 9.5 in all of these other countries. And then you have to say, okay, well, who's buying China's stuff? Well, these other countries that are getting decimated by the increase in the value of the dollar. So how is that not China's problem? To sit there and say that this is an indication that the Chinese economy is stronger than you would otherwise think. I think that's just craziness. When this, maybe if you just took a snapshot in time and assumed that this chart is going to continue indefinitely into the future, but if you just look at what this chart is telling us about the future, I think you come to the opposite conclusion. Now let's get over to that basket of currencies. So this is the new composition. Let's see when the date is here. Huh. Well, I'm not sure what the date is. We'll just assume that this is recent. And I know that back in 2021, this, by the way, this basket does include dollars, uh, but the Chinese reduced the dollar weighting for this basket, which would lead you to believe that they're in lockdown saying, okay, when we get out of this, we're going to be short on dollars. So we better reduce the, the weighting here so we don't look like the, the yuan is completely crashing. Because keep in mind, if it was the way it was, or if, if this basket was set up the way it was prior to 2021 with a higher dollar weighting, that chart that that guy just showed in Zero Hedge might look a lot different. It might be going down against the basket of currencies as well as the dollar. And maybe that's why China did it for optics because they saw what was coming down the pipeline back in 2021. But this is uh, orange. So the largest component of it, assuming this is most recent, 16.3 euro, uh, South Korean yuan or South Korean won, excuse me, a uh, Japanese yen. Those are the major players here. But it's not just that. It's Australian dollar, Malaysian ringgit, Singapore dollar, British pound, Thai baht, Russian ruble, Canadian dollar, Saudi Arabia, real. And, uh, and you can see down, the, li down the, uh, the list of the other currencies ending with a Norwegian kroner. So again, once we understand all of these currencies that are involved here, 
then and these are some major economies on uh, obviously we go back to this chart in the zero hedge article and understand that all those currencies listed and those major economies are falling at an even faster rate relative to the dollar than the yuan is and that means big 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 problems for the global economy which in turn will kind of cycle back to china and then he concludes the article by saying nonetheless the dollar strength still matters for china and is a risk to its domestic liquidity which is therefore a risk to global liquidity given china's pivotal role right but dude think about this it, it, he if the dollar strength matters for china does the dollar strength not matter to all of those other countries where the dollar has gone up a lot more than in china <laughs> and doesn't that impact the Chinese economy? Of course it does. Of course it does. You guys get the point I'm trying to make. There you have it. So some interesting stuff going on right now between China and the dollar. We're going to follow this story very, very closely because this impacts the global economy, therefore impacts the United States to a significant degree. You guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.